the fire in your belly is real. The deep knowing that there must be a different way to live and enjoy life is real. The urge to stand for what is true for you in deep honor of yourself is real. The cosmic invitation to create a new way of connecting, consuming, learning, exploring, and loving is real. The awakening of the gifts that you came here to deliver is real. We are here to actively participate in the greater shift of collective consciousness by changing and dismantling the old and daring to create the new. This podcast is all about that. Freedom, creation, expansion, joy, pleasure, purpose, trust, truth, magic. Welcome to a vast exploration of your inner and outer world. I am Andrea Gomez, your host, and this is Soul Rebels. This is happening. Can you believe it? Oh my god. I am so freaking thrilled, excited, honored, on fire to be here, to be speaking again, to be in this conversational space that I've loved before and that I'm going to bring to you in a whole different way. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's a pleasure to be here. And I have a lot of stories that I want to share with you as this introduction welcoming uh, episode rolls. (laughs) So strap in for a ride because this is going to take you through the ups and downs and all sorts of places where I've been in the past year, which leads to us being here today in this very moment in time. So if you've been with me long enough, you know that I used to have a podcast and there were many reasons why that didn't work for me, but I freaking love talking. (laughs) I freaking love conversations. I love speaking. It's such a profound way for me to express myself and I'm going to get into in detail into that in just a second. Um, And I missed it. So guess what? We're doing this. We're doing this. I won't say again, because it's not a reiteration of what I used to do. It's more like we're doing this in a beautiful new way. And I want to walk you through that. So let's start from the very freaking beginning. And It has to do with something that I found early in 2020 that greatly impacted me. It has shifted everything 
everything in the way that I create, everything in the way that I relate to the world, everything in the way that I understand myself and my creative cycles, everything in the way that I express myself. Um, it has opened up so many doors um, for curiosity, for understanding, for learning, for expansion that I just, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't have foreseen that at the beginning of the year as many of the things that we couldn't have foreseen. So in the midst of the first lockdown, in the midst of this whole very new disruptive experience of being inside the house and, um, you know, experiencing life like that, and I bet you've had your own experience with that, I found myself literally at the edge of my creative power. I had tried a couple things, I had done a couple projects that felt good, but then it all felt very uphill. I was just struggling so much and I was done. I was really done. I, I, I just felt like I couldn't keep going how I was going and I had a total meltdown one day crying my eyes out and um, my husband is wise enough to know how to help me navigate these things by now and he was like you know what you just literally need to go and lay down outside it was a beautiful beautiful spring day and I had been hammering stuff in the computer and like upstairs and you know and he was like it, it's time it's time to just stop this and interrupt that cycle and just go outside and I did and as I did and I was laying down there uh, with my eyes completely swollen <laughs> it was very very not charming um, I heard this whisper and I say I heard it it's not an audible thing it's more like an idea it's more like a little hammering inside my head that was nudging me to check something out and what it kept saying was human design, human design, human design. And I was like, oh my God, couldn't you have chosen a worse moment to come along? <laughs> I am on the floor after a total freaking meltdown, having cried for a solid three hours before this. My eyes are just at the edge of bleeding. Can you just leave me alone? <laughs> I was in that mood and it just kept coming. It just kept coming and probably for half an hour I was just laying there with my eyes closed and, and I just felt the humming of it and I was like, man, what the heck is this about? What, what the fuck? <laughs> so I grabbed my phone, I typed it on Instagram and started looking through accounts and places and things that I started finding and that landed me on a video that I watched and and in those five minutes or whatever, she nailed down so potently the way that I was experiencing what I was experiencing that I was like, oh my god, this is this there's something here. I wanna know more about this. And if you know anything about me, is that when I say I wanna learn more about this, it's basically Turn on the engine because we are going strong. I when, when something tickles my curiosity, I'm not a one that dances around it or that, um, you know, bits around the bush. I 
fully, fully dive in. And I was feeling already so much better from just the things that I had seen here and there without even knowing that there was, you know, a body graph and all these things. I I then, you know, understood that I had to put on my birthday details in a certain website where I could get like my chart. You know, if you're familiar with astrology, it has, um, you know, the same foundation uh, where there's a snapshot of the universe in which it's a portal of the universe in which you decide to come in and there's a, an energy coded within that portal and that energy is coded within you. And I landed in this incredible land of human design and started understanding so many things about myself. This was such a huge insight um, I realized that I had been engaging my energy in the wrong things, in the wrong way. Um, no wonder why the heck I was feeling burned out and exhausted and at the end of myself. I realized so many of the things that I had been dealing with and that I had been trying to understand for so many years were reflected like right in front of my eyes in this body chart. That at the beginning, it just felt so kind of alien, if I must be honest. <laughs> it, it seemed so, uh, I don't know, I was so thrown back by the, the I guess, like the squareness of it, like the the um, the lines. <laughs> I'm a very visual person. My, my art is very organic. It's full of circles, full of swirls, full of dots. And this was a very straight line kind of thing. So I was a little bit put out by that. But as I transcended on and I started understanding the mechanics of the energy behind it, I was fascinated. Like, wow, what is this? And where has it been my whole life? Because this makes, makes so much sense. It makes me come so alive. And I think that that's the beauty. And that's, I mean, that's the reason why I'm even talking about this right now, because it brings me to life. It has allowed me to step into my energetic correctness and understand how I am particularly different from other people and that that is my gift and that is where my potency, my creativity, my vitality, my capacity to manifest things is. It is in that uniqueness but because we are brought up in these societies where we're um, asked or required to be kind of like same as everyone else and we are taught the same things in the same ways and we are expected to do certain things in the same ways that other people are expected to do them it just flattens our out and if if you have been looking for your own charm your own magic you, you know if you have been waiting or trying to or working to awaken that fire and that magic within you but you're still doing what everyone else is doing or, you know, keeping your focus outside of yourself for answers and for um, for formulas outside of yourself is going to be freaking hard. And that's what I had been doing, looking for formulas and um, mimicking people. You know, I would see someone that would have something that I would want or that I would like to experience and then... My approach to that was just to simply apply myself kind of like in the same way that they did, hoping that the result would be the same. 
But guess what? It's not because we're not the same person. We don't have the same experience. We don't have the same background. We don't have the same upbringing. We don't have the same genetics. We didn't came into the world through the same energetic portal. You freaking name it. And this has been such a powerful realization, such a powerful permission slip for me to be myself for real. And this is not like the, ah, be yourself, hashtag, um, kind of thing on Instagram or like a cute like quote on your on your post or on your feed. Um, it is the how really to do that. I think at least for me, I can totally say that with full conviction. I, I wanted to be myself. I've always wanted to be myself. I've always wanted to experience what it feels like to be fully myself. But I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the, you know, the the cues to experiment with. I didn't have the understanding of my energetic makeup to be able to know where to place myself in regards to, um, you know, my my current of energy. And that's what human design has given me. It has given me the, the, the very practical ways in which I can engage my energy and have an experiment with that and see if that feels good and right and delightful and enchanting and energetic and vital. And that is the measure. That is the measure that tells me, fuck yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where am I supposed to devote my attention and my energy and my care into. So that is what has ignited this whole inner revolution, which, funny enough, ended up in this whole big um, shift from the previous brand that I had into Nourishing Witch. And Nourishing Witch is the container, the world of my business. I've come to understand and I've come to have so much reverence for her, for her showing up. It would have been impossible for me to land in this beautiful creation that I am nourishing constantly um, if it wasn't because I understood finally what it means to be in alignment with my energy and how if I'm not in alignment with my energy, I'm totally unable to properly nourish and feed my creations. And if they're not fed and if they're not nourished, they won't have a life of their own. They won't be able to um, grow enough so they can just be in the world as entities, as ideas, as products, as offerings. It, it's it's just not compatible. And, and it was... You know, I, I say that it was such a revelation, but I've also heard from many of my friends that um, it, it, it felt more like a homecoming than a revelation. It was not something new. Like the nourishing witch world is basically me standing in the fact that I freaking love energy and magic and mysticism and the way that we interact with that. And how we can interact with the world from that lens. From the lens of this is not just flat out mechanics happening. You know, the world is not a flat out place where you just go in, check in for work, do your, you know, do your hours, get get a snack, um, finish your day, go home, eat, rinse and repeat. It's not that mechanic. 
and and I and, and I'm really excited to bring that to life and bring to life the fact that this is um, the magic of it. And that when we tune into the magic of it, a lot of things start shifting. And, you know, as I, as, as I said before, what, there are no ways in which you can predict the way that your alignment is going to open up doors for you because you haven't done it, because you haven't stepped fully into who you are here right now. And and that's what happened with Nourishing Witch. I, I had been dancing around this concept for a decade. I had been dancing around the magic and the energetics and, you know, not giving myself full permission to talk about this openly because I thought it was too out there and no one was going to understand it. And like, ooh. <laughs> a, a, a lot of other things that we can definitely go into in another episode. But um, I was dancing around magic instead of dancing with it. You know, I was living outside myself instead of living inside myself. And that that was just such a powerful, mind-blowing realization. <laughs> and then... Um, as a cherry on top, because of the same thing, it's just a progression. It's kind of like just a ripple effect of having that decision made in May 2020 to give this thing a try and start freaking aligning myself. It was it was time. It's been, it had been enough <laughs> of of distraction, of of trying, of holding, of attaching myself to outcomes, of of really struggling and hustling and oh, all that hard grinding um way of living I, I I knew in my bones that there was that there had to be a way to align myself in a different way and that that could be um you know that the experiences that I wanted to have and the things that I wanted to create could be delivered in a different way that was not through grind and it was not through struggle and it was not through hardship um and and that you know this whole this whole um chain of events brought me to a beautiful course that I did in the past eight weeks to the moment that I'm recording this. Um, and, and that course was kind of like a soul chiropractor. It really helped me fit things into the right place and, and understand all the things that I'm explaining to you right now in the context, not just of life in general, but also in business and the way that I want to create moving forward. And eesh, it's just electric, honestly. Um, and and that has given me this understanding or this um, mental construct in a way to see my business as a world, as a world that I'm creating and that I'm actively and constantly um, nourishing and feeding, right? I had nudges of these, like my freaking world is called nourishing, which, wait a minute, the word nourishing is right there embedded like it had been it has been a a north star for me in a way that word nourishment has been there for me for a very very long time and now I finally understand how that is possible how can I do that for myself first and foremost so then I can feed my creation right so I want to walk you through this world through the world of the business I am creating, that it is, you know, 
um, here to a certain extent already, and that it's going to start rolling more into a physical realm. So imagine this a little bit of a, as a story that I'm going to tell you. Um, I'm going to walk you through this land. And that the parts of that land um, are directly connected to a particular experience or a product or an offering or a thing. And, and you're, you're going to understand me just in a second when I start explaining it. But I, I just want you to bring you along and, and share with you um, this world. Because this podcast is a, a nook within this world. It's a little container within this broader container that is the world of Nourishing Witch. And I'm so, so excited to share that with you. So the first thing that I want to introduce you to, um, very verbally and using language to express her... Um, soul qualities is is that it's the soul qualities of nourishing witch and she is freaking magical and mystical and energetic she just dances with the things that we don't see she understands the world beyond the senses she understands the the link between the physical body and the soul. That's that's where she is the queen. <laughs> um, another of her soul qualities is alchemy and this capacity to transform low vibrations into high vibrations. Mm, such a powerful thing. She's also artistic and you will see that uh, you know across my Instagram for example. It's something that I have really devoted energy and time and and care and love and skill to it. I I want to illustrate and 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 that's the the beauty of this world. It has that embedded within it. Um, she's also unruly, rebel, kind of like fiery. <laughs> witches are not called witches uh, for any reason. But for the particularness that uh, we go against things, we go against certain um, social constructs. If you have a a let's say like a um, a hard connotation to the word witch, think about where that comes from, and think if that doesn't have to do with a patriarchy. If that doesn't come from a masculine out of alignment like a total toxic masculine pointing a finger out into something that it fears and something that it doesn't understand in something that it condemns and then it labels it as witch and then it burns it at the stake what the heck (laughs) all right so of course this is embedded within her it's her very nature um and then She's also all about deep questions and rich conversations and, and frothing in that in that dance about um, how we get to understand each other better. And the last bit, I know for sure she's a hell lot of an adventurer and an explorer. And that is the qualities that you can expect within the creations of this realm. That that's the the essence that you can get from me when I'm engaged with it, when I'm speaking for it when I'm creating 
as the creator of this world. So you can see that these soul qualities may overlap with mine. <laughs> um, that's a beautiful thing. And at the same time, they belong to her. They belong to this entity that I am so honored to bring to the world. So with that in mind, with those uh, soul qualities out and about, like laid out for you. Let's start walking through um, what is alive within her, within this world. So just imagine that you're taking a tour. If you're actually walking right now as you're listening to this, maybe just imagine that you're walking through the world that I'm describing to you. And if you are doing anything else, even if you're driving, you know, just let your imagination run with me and, and, let, and let's do this. All right. So let's say that one of the first things that you can see from this world is a nook, a corner, a beautiful place where the tarot deck lives. The tarot deck is such a potent part of um, this world right now. It's It's being... It's being gestated. It's being uh, gently crafted and curated and, and created. It, it's not there yet fully to get out, but it, it is. You've seen the process of this if you have been following me on Instagram. Um, this is a project that I have been cultivating since July 2020. So it has taken a long time. What is long? You know, <laughs> quote unquote long. Um and, and it has been the vehicle for me to express myself artistically. It has been such a delight to create it. And it, it, it's it's coming. It's, it's there. It's well on its way. I feel the signature of this creation is wonder and delight. And it's, it's what you see in the images. It's what you will get in the text. And it's definitely embedded in the process of creating this deck. I have never created anything that has had the the energy and the vibrancy um, that this deck has. And I'm so, so, so excited to keep working on it. And and when the time is ripe and when it, it's, it's ready, bring it into the world as a physical, tangible thing that can live, um, you know, outside of this world and in your hands and in your world and inform your world and inform you and, and connect you with, with, you know, with, the soul of um, of wonder and delight, and and your own soul, of course. So that is the first station. So if we keep walking through this beautiful world, I want you to imagine a beautiful, beautiful, old style, vintage, super freaking yummy apothecary. You know, the kind of place where you enter and the light is dim and golden. There are vials and little um, bottles of all types of shapes and colors. It smells delicious. There are herbs and plants and flowers. There are things hanging from the ceiling. And this is the realm of the plant magic. This is the realm where we get to dance with plants and understand them and, and use them 
and enter the same frequency as them to see how we can recalibrate ourselves. This is the, the beautiful place where we get to experiment with the plant realm. And, and it's such a potent, potent energy to work with. And I freaking love it. It's been one of the best things that have happened to me in the past years. I absolutely have a totally different relationship with the plant realm, with not just the essential oils that I have physically, but also with my environment. If you have been following me on Instagram throughout the summer, I rediscovered my neighborhood in such a different way. I found so many incredible treasures. Um, I, I, I was just, it, it kind of like a veil lifted and I was able to see not just the beautiful essential oils again that I have in my bottles that come from all over the world, but the plants that just live, you know, right outside where I walk my dog every single day. And that is something that I definitely want to um, nourish and keep alive within this world. But there's so much more to explore. And that that is one of the biggest realizations. That this is a world that I create. And this plant magic is part of it. And, and there's more. So if you just walk out of that beautiful, beautiful place... Um, I invite you to look around and find what I'm calling the art playground. Mm. And this has been also a huge one for me. I talked to you a little bit about this earlier, but being able to express myself artistically in the way that I've always wanted to has been a huge thing. I think the catalyst certainly for this playground has been the tarot deck. I think that that has been a cornerstone in my um, artistic expression for sure. Before I even started with the tarot deck, this is an insider thing that I'm just going to share here with you. I didn't think that I had a style of drawing. I didn't. You know, I started the deck with the intention of like, you know, what the heck, I'll just start because it needs to be started anyway. I'm an Aries, by the way, my son is an Aries, so I don't have any problems starting things. Um, and what I realized very quickly was that I definitely very much had a style. I definitely very much know what I love um, putting, you know, into paper or into my iPad. I know the shapes, I know the colors, I know the contrasts, I know the textures very, very well. But the thing is that because I had been so um, conditioned by other people's, um, I guess, interpretations or expectations or I, I don't even know, um, I was lost. I was lost looking outside of me. And definitely what this tarot deck has done for me is to open up this playground of creative expression. And I'm illustrating so much. Like, it's not just a deck. I, If you go to my Instagram, once again, I mean, Instagram is such a beautiful place for me. And this is the thing. Why? It's, it's a portal for me to open up the world of my business to you. This is one of the ways that you can get a taste of what it feels like to be inside Nourishing Witch. Isn't that a beautiful way to see social media? 
that's the way that I do it. That's the way how I show up in that space. I deeply, deeply um, come to it with reverence and, and, and joy. So if you are, if you, if you take a look at that, if you just scroll a little bit through my feed, you see that I have been illustrating things for a very long time. And here is also the thing. I used, I, I, I studied graphic design as a career. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I used to do this for work, basically. <laughs> I thought that I had a skill. Well, I knew that I had a skill on, on, on graphic, on, on, you know, translating an image through my, through my hand into a paper or into a computer. Um, and I thought that the most logical way, quote unquote, uh, way to use that skill in the world was, um, graphic designing. It turns out, in all honesty, I absolutely hate it. And it, it took me a while to be that honest with myself. I just don't like working as a graphic designer. <laughs> I just don't. It's not my jam. I don't like the, I don't like the interaction. I love the rawness of my creation. I love to work with an idea that wants to be, you know, that, that has impetus, that has power, that just wants to be created. And I feel that it's such a muddy thing. You know, we, we need to come into agreement. We need to discuss about the color, about the placement. I don't like this here. I don't like that there. Can you make this smaller? Can you make this bigger? Oh my God, it drives me freaking nuts. <laughs> but here is the thing. I attach so much of my um, capabilities or my skill or like my abilities or my potential of work to that that I never allowed myself to actually just explore it for the sake of it, to just let it be what it wanted to be. And what I know now for sure with all, every single cell in my body is that it wants to be a tool of self-expression, aka expression of myself. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a tool for anyone else. And there are things within me that I know that are tools that I can share. There are things within me that I know that I can... Um, you know, pass pass on to you, or you know, just simply um, show you away, and that might be the best thing ever. Not with my creative ability, <laughs> not not with my illustration. And here is also the thing: I'm saying this, and this is my truth as of today, as of today that I'm recording this. <laughs> this is my truth. That doesn't mean that it's going to be the same in six months or in two months or in two weeks or tomorrow, all right? But here, this is also something that I have come to understand in a, such a powerful way. And that is the fact that um, truth is the only constant in life and it's changing all the time. And my alignment and my... Um, capability of thriving and my capability of rising and and exploring and creating the way that I want is directly correlated to me honoring that truth whatever it is in any given moment so in that spirit honoring my truth which means in this very moment I know that illustration and graphic creation it is in service of me as a self-expression tool 
that's it. We'll see what happens when it happens. But as for now, that is um, where I'm thriving. And I'm loving it, really. It's taken a whole nother level. So that is about the playground of art. It has a lot to do with ownership, you know, owning myself as a creator and joy. Doing it for the sake of joy. For the sake of, as I said before, self-expression. And that's so, so good. Then if you keep walking um, across the playground, I want you to just imagine um, a super beautiful, beautiful, cute um, building, house. I don't know, a structure (laughs) Um, for this podcast. And, and just kind of think about it as the broadcast station of this of this world. So this podcast is basically the broadcasting station of what is alive within Nourishing Witch, what is alive within me, what is alive in my heart. And we're going to get a little bit deeper into this um, when I tell you a little bit about how this podcast is going to roll. But the essence of this podcast um, has to do with that unruliness and fire. I mean, simply by the title, you know, right? <laughs> um, it's it's that essence, you know, within the bigger picture of Nourishing Witch. This is the station, this is the place where we get to explore the fire and explore the aliveness and the things that are ripe and ready and, and you know, the juicy conversations um, all that jazz. So that is what the podcast station, I don't know, I just picture it like as these beautiful, um, building, kind of like with like a crystal on top and have the crystal be the radiator of the frequency that we're talking here about. Mm. Mm. So freaking good. And then there is this section of the world so far, because this world is going to keep expanding and morphing and changing. Here's also one of the things that I know for, for sure about myself right now, also through human design. I am designed to morph and mutate all the time. This has been one of the hardest things that I have come against with. Because in a society that tells you to be consistent and to stick to something and to let that something be your thing forever, being the kind of being that I am, um, with all the interests and all the the passions and all the things that I want to explore and all the things that I want to try and all the things that I want to, um, you know, experience and then be able to share, mutation is not like very hot. (laughs) Mutation is not the thing that you want you know, but, but I do, I do. And I'm embracing it and I'm exploring that and I'm so freaking thriving on that. So as I said, this world is going to keep moving and changing and growing and expanding as I keep moving, growing, expanding and changing. (laughs) Um, So there are these two sections that are on their way. They're not fully, fully in shape right now. Um, kind of like a little bit like the tarot, but with the tarot, I can I can give you 
you know, I, it, it, it's that the deck is not fully complete yet, but I can show you little bits and pieces. That's why I had it in this section where I think it's very solid within this world. Um, these ones that are on their way, they won't be, you know, you won't have a tangible experience of it besides what I'm going to share with you right now until they're actually ready and out into the world. So the first one is Magic Lab and the essence of this creation is adventure and empowerment. And what I want to create within Magic Lab is an opportunity for us to understand low frequencies and alchemize them into wisdom. That is the essence of the Magic Lab. And this is where I am, you know, thriving right now. I'm creating the content that it's going to go into that. And I have been in this intense creative vortex where I have ideas and things and it's just like coming up like fireworks, really. <laughs> so that's what Magic Lab is going to be about. It's about an experience. So, so much of these things that I have learned this year have transformed my life because I have moved them from information into an experiment that I can actually go and try and then have an experience with it that informs me in a different way. The same goes for human design. It would be complete, absolute, just a bunch of junk if I wouldn't have taken, um, you know, bits and pieces here and there, all in its right timing, and apply them to myself. Use them. Use myself as an experiment for this magic to come alive, and see what happens, and see what opens up, and see how I feel about it, and see what works. And that's exactly what I want to bring to you within the Magic Lab. I have an idea. I have structures. I've already created like a bunch of things for it. But I want to keep that as a little bit of a, um, you know, a little bit for later. But I, I just wanted to give you the flavor of it and the and the idea and how this came about. And and it's it's you know short, sweet, but substantial. And, and it's all geared to that. It's all geared to the first thing, which is understanding of a particular low vibration frequency, a particular dense situation that we all deal with. Like as humanity, we have these themes. We have these things that um, that we share that that you know are 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 also deeply embedded within us. And the first thing is to understand what kind of shadow you're stuck into. Then. Um, be presented with some sort of experiment that you can actually do to counter that shadow and to flip it on, onto its feet and like turn it twisted, see it from another angle, try to um, get out of the loop that it's presenting in a way. And three, give you, you know, ha have an experience. That's, that's, the, that's the, the, the three, the three step process to, um, the alchemy that is going to happen within Magic Lab. So that is, it's a, it's a little world within itself. And, and I'm so freaking excited to bring it to you. Um, I don't have a particular date right now, but it is coming. Know that it's coming. And, and that when the time is ripe, you will hear from it, of course. So that is Magic Lab. If, if you go through it, you will see that there's, um, you know, this 
sense of adventure of like oh my god I, I'm gonna get in this like through those doors and something radically different is gonna happen I'm not gonna be the same one that walks outside those doors that's that's the feeling that I want you to have once you get into the magic lab and you go through the process and you get to you know to try that experiment and see how that changes your perspective you are not gonna be the same person afterwards so that <laughs> and the other um, thing that it's in construction and on its way and, and Jesus, it's like the most exciting thing right now. I mean, all of this is freaking exciting. I sometimes wonder how am I able to hold that much excitement within my body? <laughs> oh, like you should see me some days. Um, I recently had a, a Saturday where I, I, I woke up in the morning I was so freaking on fire, like I could just feel it in my body, running, pulsing, you know, just moving, swirling through it. And I went, walked the dog super fast, came back, and I just asked my husband to just please give me a full day of independence. Meaning I didn't want to go, you know, for lunch at the same time he did. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to plan. I didn't want anything. I just needed time to decompress all that creative surge. <laughs> And I did, and it was wonderful. And by the end, I felt tired, like exhausted, but the right kind of exhaustion, you know, the one that it's like after the the, the perfect exertion, I was just, oh, you know, I had like a delicious meal after that. And then I curled up in on the couch with my dog and we watched the movie and it was just the sweetest evening ever. So, um, yeah, all that to say that... The other thing that is under construction is as equally excited as all the things that are happening right now. And and I'm, I'm letting myself be excited as well. This is also one of the things that I've learned through human design. One of my personal laws is enthusiasm. And I haven't leaned towards that so fiercely as I am doing right now because I was scared. I was scared to be like excited about things. But if I'm not allowing myself to be excited about the things that I'm excited, then what? right? So I hope you're riding this wave with me. And if this is transmitting, you know, through that crystal beautiful broadcasting uh, station that I just described to you, that is this podcast, I'm just so, so happy and so, so excited for this to be a transfer into your experience. All right. So let's get back to what is coming and what it's also underway. And, and, oh, so freaking freaking cool um i'm gonna be offering human design readings so this is i think the first time that i've said this out loud out loud in public i've i've told a couple of my friends and and just because i couldn't keep it inside and the energetic signature of the way that i'm gonna run these readings and the way that I'm showing up for these readings and the way that I want to bring this energy to you is a soul landing and discovery. So it's equal parts revelation and homecoming. Basically because that's been my experience with it. And I know for sure from seeing other people learning about it and from seeing other friends, you know, that I've talked to, about it um it has that quality to it 
it's equally parts wow what the heck is this and where has it been my whole life and oh my god I knew this I knew this and I didn't have language and I just didn't have the structures for my mind to be able to understand it yet therefore act upon it so these readings are gonna be that that combination of soul landing and discovery you know I'm gonna bring all the beautiful qualities that this world has as 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 a big world you know as as nourishing which these these readings are going to be magical and unruly and a little bit of a rebel and magical mystical energetical of course you know it is a condensation and and like it's like a weaving you know of all these threads so mm. That is coming. So if you are on Instagram, of course, I will let you know through that channel. And if you're not, if you just rather like know from it straight away, of course, the podcast is the best way. As I said, this is going to be the broadcast of what's alive within this world. So if you subscribe to the podcast and you um, make sure that you check it regularly, you will also be informed of when the, the readings are live and available. And if you know, if you much rather get this information on your email, just go over to nourishingwitch.com and sign up for the newsletter and I'll make sure that you get that information. All right. So that is what it's alive right now. That is the introduction to the world of Nourishing Witch and what it's coming and what's being created. So mm, 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 mm. now I want to talk to you just very briefly about how this podcast is gonna roll. Um, as I told you very at the beginning of this episode, I used to have another podcast and now that you have more context, <laughs> I literally slipped down the stream of um, following what I thought was expected of someone that had a podcast. <laughs> I literally saw everyone around me and thought that I had to apply myself in the same way. But what I know now for sure is that I cannot and I shouldn't and I don't want to. And that just like sucked the life dry out of the, that first iteration, that first podcast that I had. And I don't want that to happen to this one. So this is going to roll in a totally different way. And I'm just going to tell you about that in just a second. So what can you expect? What are the ground rules? What are the um, commitments and the things and the ways in, in which this podcast is going to roll out of my world and into your headphones? The very first thing that I want you to know is that, of course, this podcast is my very own experiment with the universe and with my energy. So I'm going to follow my energy and my alignment and I'm going to bring this podcast following this very simple line, which is potency over consistency. For so many many, many years, I have overlooked potency in the name of consistency. It's what everyone talks about. You, if you're going to put a podcast, it's got to be like, you know, frequent enough, at least like once a week. I don't know, whatever the heck I was thinking before. <laughs> Maybe you don't even know about this, but that's what I was telling myself. 
And it literally burned me out because I just could not keep up with it. And I showed up uh, many times out of obligation. And I definitely, definitely don't want that anymore. So my commitment to you and to this entity and to this beautiful creation is that I'm going to show up when it's hot in my heart. I'm going to show up here when I'm in the middle of a walk with my dog and I just feel that rush of, you know, need for expression and I'm going to run back with her and I'm just going to put her downstairs with a little snack and then I'm going to run upstairs and uh, hit record. That, that's how this is going to roll. That's the energy that I want to introduce into this creation. I want to create from that space. I want you to receive the transmission from that space. That's where you can get the best of me. That's where I can be at my best, in my full expression, in my alignment, in my enthusiasm, in my fire, and transmit from that place. And that's what I want to do. Okay? That's the very first thing. Then the second thing is, this is my best way to, you know, show up from my storyteller archetype. That's something that I also recently discovered and it has been such a game changer. I love stories. And for you to be able to be a storyteller, you also need to be a story listener. I feel like I'm such a collector of stories everywhere. I'm collecting stories. I'm so interested in conversations with other people for the stories. So expect a lot of that. Expect a lot of shared experiences and conversations and things that I want to share with you. Expect conversations with other people and highlighting their stories and how they have navigated certain things. I'm just so, so, so excited about that. And and that's another of those um, ingredients that I'm bringing more intentionally to this podcast. The third one, which is a very funny one, um, and this is a commitment that I've done <laughs> to to this creation. And it is less addition and less fuss. Now, <laughs> I'm also going to give you a little bit of an insider um, in my previous podcast experience. I would record, let's say, an episode of 20 minutes. And I would spend almost an hour um, editing. Editing the freaking podcast of 20 minutes. So imagine, for example, right now we're around an hour. If I would go with the same mentality that I used to go into that other podcast, this would take me three precious hours of my time that I could be devoting to something that I freaking love doing in editing. And don't get me wrong, I freaking love sharing this with you. I don't love sitting here on, you know the software that I used to um, edit the podcast and checking on those sound waves and clicking and editing myself um, in so many things. One of the things that I know that I do often because I used to edit my own podcasts for a very long time is that I hum a lot. Mm, mm, And that... You know, I used to think that it was just that I couldn't come up with like a string idea. (laughs) That I was just not articulated enough to be able to string a whole thought without pausing and humming. But here is the beautiful thing. Through human design, I have understood because I am a sacral being, meaning my sacral is activated. If you know anything about uh, human design, 
we communicate through hummings and sounds before we actually use language. So while I was editing the podcast, what I was actually doing was editing myself out. I was cutting out a vital part of my communication, which is the humming. And the humming is just a pause for me to recalibrate my energy and my thoughts. And um, there you go. (laughs) And uh, string them. Put them together. Give them language. So I'm not going to do that anymore. In, in, in all honor to, to that, to myself and to, and to this exploration for it to be real. Um, and, 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 you know, let it be, let it be what it is. That's it. So less addition and less fuzz and we will roll with it and see how it goes. And then the last thing that I, I want to introduce as as our common understanding of this space, is that this is not meant to be a factory, that this is a craft. And that goes very well aligned with the potency over consistency. In the sense of like, I want to show up here with craftsmanship. You know, I want to show up here with devotion and with honoring of your time, my time, my expression, your insights. Gosh, it is fantastic to be the receptor of a podcast that has a potent transmission. And I'm aiming for that. I'm aiming to transmit something potent to you. Whether that's through a story, whether that's through humor, whether that's through something super, um, you know, fun to engage with, whether that's something, you know, that it's powerful and that it, it creates intensity and that it ruffle your like ruffle your feathers whatever my intention is potency and with that has to come craftsmanship so this is not a cookie cutter I'm not going to follow any of the you know quote-unquote rules I'm gonna you know have guests whenever that feels in alignment and ripe and correct I'm gonna come here and do my solo riffs whenever that feels in alignment truth and correct and that's how we're gonna roll with this So I hope that you are as equally excited as I am. (laughs) I hope that you have loved and enjoyed this first transmission from the broadcasting station of my world. And I'll be back here when there is something hot and ready to share. And in the meantime, have a magical, beautiful day. And we'll see each other very soon. Thank you so much for allowing me into your world. I deeply, deeply appreciate that you take the time to tune into this. Mm. It was such a good, good conversation. If you want to walk towards my world, you can find me in the beautiful land of nourishingwitch.com where everything comes to life. And of course, on Instagram at nourishingwitch. And for now, I leave you and love you. And I hope you have a really good day. Thank you.